Hey guys, and welcome to the M&M update. So, this is, yes, still kind of the natty scene, kind of Teen Muscle Radio. Christ, I've created like 300 different podcast names, but I think we're going to call this one the M&M update, for reason being that I am Morris, AJ Morris, and of course, Vicky is Vicky Masita, which on the first time that I had Vicky on, I, uh, I messed up her surname, so I think that's probably why I'm harping on her surname for a little while. Um, but yes, we, we, we are essentially at this stage uh, in, our, in our careers or in our lives where we both talk to each other a lot, and uh, people like hearing us on the podcast. I think people liked it last week when we did sort of your update, and it just kind of, because we have a, a, like a relationship going on together, we, we kind of go back and forth with what we talk about. Also, the very uh, obvious fact is that we are both doing the same show in five weeks' yeah. time, the BNBF British Finals, which is a very important show for us both. We both have, I think, well, Vicky did very, very well in 2015. Uh, where did you place fourth, was it, Vicky? Fourth, yeah, yes. fourth in the finals, which so, is really good. You know, that was, a, that was a great placing for you. I have a bit more of a, an element of a redemption to do because I placed sixth and got told in the feedback video that I could have been as high as second or third if I'd just come in looking the same at my qualifier. So, uh, bruh, strong, bruh, strong. <laughs> strong reverse there. Um, but yeah, I um, we, we're both prepping for that. So essentially what we're going to do is weekly updates. We're going to just check in. We're going to talk about our week and we're, we're going to sort of give you guys an insight as to what it's like to to essentially have uh, very le- very low levels of body fat on the on the arse and uh, yeah. <laughs> and pretty much everywhere else because we're both pretty shredded. You know, Vicky is an athletic competitor, so it's, it's leaner than figure for sure um, and more muscularity. And uh, that that definitely demands a lot in the gym and obviously in in the diet as well. So, Vicky, to sort of bring you in and get you get you talking, how's your week been, and what has happened in general with your week this week? So we've gone six weeks to five yeah. weeks out. What's happened, and uh, is there, has there been anything significant that has gone on? Um, Yeah, well, the most significant thing I would say is that I actually had myself a quote-unquote off-meal plan meal yesterday. um, Pushing the boat out. Pushing the boat out, why not? Well, it was my wedding anniversary on Tuesday, and um, I kind of messed up a little bit and was working from six in the morning until half past eight at night on my wedding anniversary. Christ. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so indeed. yeah, shit. So basically, what we decided to do was have our wedding anniversary yesterday. So nice. I, um, we went out. We had a double feature at the movies, and then in between one of the movies, obviously, we went out for some dinner, which was great. And I had a meal off plan. Now, a lot of people um, will look at this and go five weeks out, and they're having a meal off plan, and you can't track it properly, and what the hell, and everything like that. And that was me included as well. Okay. Okay. So um, I want to be completely real about everything, like you know, we are with each other in that. And anxiety plays a massive point, uh, or, or a massive part in, in this point of your prep, because you're five weeks out, and you think is this one meal going to fuck everything up? Mm, and yeah. do you know what I mean? And and realistically, if you take a step back and you really think about things, it's like, actually, no, it really, really isn't. In the grand scheme of things, it's not going to mess anything up whatsoever. Yeah. So from the last time that we spoke, I weighed in at 104 pound point eight. Um, okay. I was continuously 104 pounds for two days, then dropped down to 103.4. Sure. 
was two, was 103.4 for a couple of days, then went back up on the Saturday morning to 104.8. Um, and that was just realistically due to a bit of a later meal and an earlier weigh-in and that kind of thing. So the variable changed, but basically the weight has stagnated and stayed the same. Um, on, that, on that topic, Vicky, do you try and keep your final meals and your weigh-in times consistent? And yeah. Do you, do you think that that sort of helps you with the mental aspect of, of scale weight? Yeah, definitely. At the moment, I'm not actually that bothered about scale weight because of the simple fact that my physique is changing on an everyday basis. Um, ah, funny. And we had a chat about this anyway, didn't we? Because in yes. 2015, um, you were of the mindset that you really wanted to chase that scale weight and yep. you weren't actually chasing the physique. So mm. now the mindset has changed because obviously what you learn in the finals was that you needed to come in just that little bit fuller like you did in the qualifiers where you looked superb. Yes. Um, and instead of chasing scale weight, now I'm chasing the physique. So, yeah. um, so I'm not too bothered about scale weight, but we obviously use it as a variable and a tool to see what's going on. Of course. Um, so, so yeah, so obviously the weight stayed the same. Macros and everything have stayed exactly the same as well. Um, cool. The, and then I obviously had my, my meal off plan, which was absolutely delicious. And when I'm saying a meal off plan, I actually had a main meal and a dessert. What did you have so, and where did you go? Right, so we went to Coast to Coast, which oh, is an American diner. It's a really nice place. Um, and I had Cajun chicken kebabs with like pita breads and, um, and I had some spicy fries, which was pretty awesome. Um, a side salad, you know, for the veg and the micros. Yeah. And then for pudding, I had a red berry yogurt honey salad type thing for pudding because um, at this moment in time, I don't have a lot of fruit in my diet and I okay. really miss fruit. So that was the one that actually came up and stood out at me. All these other things like chocolate brownies and, and cheesecakes and stuff, they just don't do it for me anymore. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you, you're so food focused and you look at all these pornographic pictures of oreos and monster shakes and stuff like that and then when you actually finally go and have one it's really disappointing yeah yeah definitely i can definitely agree like i i was um i was in a coffee shop yesterday and usually like i'm not a huge fan of cake i don't really like cake that much unless it's like my nan's like really good cakes <laughs> and i get force fed them <laughs> nice nice well um, done uh, I, I saw this like banana peanut butter cake and i I, I immediately, it's really weird, like, I wouldn't ever do this in, like, a gaining phase, but I just wanted to take a picture of it, I, was, <laughs> I want to take a picture of this and put it on my story, because, <laughs> like, uh, that just shows that, like, food focus has certainly increased, I think, with me, like, throughout the day, when I'm, like, on Instagram, or on Facebook, or anything like that, like, I don't look at food pages, I don't, I don't watch food programs, because I've made that mistake before, like, I've, I've spent days and nights watching Man vs. Food and Diners oh, and Drive-Ins. <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I've gone through that phase and I think that, you know, you're very similar in the way that you structure your food. And I think that structure is, is one of the best ways sort of to, to like approach a, a contest prep diet in terms of sustainability. So that's food-wise, that's body weight-wise. So you're pretty much in a good position there. Uh, I yeah. know from sort of like looking at your pictures and what we've sent across like you've sent me pictures of your physique and you're looking definitely much sort of 
fuller than you did i think potentially in in be, like before like around the depletion mark of your peak week into the into the midlands but body weight is quite similar so that's you're you're in it you're in a really good spot i think to sort of obviously do whatever you need to do over the next five weeks now what's the what's realistically the the overarching goal coming into the next five weeks of prep is it is it to sort of maintain what you've got condition wise and work on creating a look that you're really really happy with because obviously the feedback that you got from the judges was was the condition was there so what can you realistically do for the finals to be better so what i need to do for the finals is that i need to get fuller um a lot of people obviously know and if you don't know i've got two children as well um and unfortunately with me having such a huge expansion in weight when I had the kids and then I lost a lot of weight, a lot of my skin elasticity wasn't as great um, as some of the younger girls now. So what happens is, is that when I come in flat, my glutes and my hamstrings take on this really kind of saggy skin appearance almost. It's only in the tie-in. It's like in the tie-in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. And unfortunately, it's just not a good look for an athletic competitor. So what what I need to do is just create more of a fullness in my glutes. Okay. Um, I think one of the other issues that I've got is that I'm still struggling with this hamstring tear that I've got, okay. um, uh, which originally we thought that it was a gluteal tear, right. um, which I was going to require surgery for. And then after three MRI scans, um, they kind of decided that my glute was fine. But it was my hamstring on the insertion point that was actually causing so much more of an issue. Um, So I'm still struggling with that a little bit and trying to load the hamstring, especially in the stretched position, which if you do load that hamstring like RDLs and things like that, you're going to get so much more of a pop um, from that hamstring on stage when you get it fuller rather than having it curled. Mm. Um, So at the moment, I'm just actually focusing on curls and no stretching and loading whatsoever because obviously I can't damage it even further. But... In order to get fuller, I am just carrying on nailing some food. You know, I mean, my food is still 2,500 calories a day. We're still looking at about 250, 260 carbs. Nice. Um, So, you know, I'm still having carbs with every single meal as well. I'm certainly not a bro and cutting out the the carbs after five, Mm -hmm. which, oh, my God, I can't believe is still going through in the industry these Mm. days. Literally yesterday, I was having my physio with my amazing sports therapist, and he even said, oh, well, when I want to lose weight, I just stop eating carbs after five. Oh, and I'm like, ah, bro. Sleep goes to shit as well. <laughs> exactly, right? And it's just like, oh, so education out there, guys, seriously, eat carbs after five. Have a big bowl of oats after five o'clock. Big pro tip. Anyway. Right before you hit the hay. Right before you hit the hay. So mm. with your um, with your, your blue glasses on or your orange glasses on. Oh, um, yeah, of course, yeah. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's basically the plan. And then um, just not focusing too much on scale weight, focusing a lot more on what my skin looks like, what my muscle bellies actually feel like as well. I don't know if you feel it yourself when you're getting that pump that you feel your muscle is literally about to burst yes. out of your skin. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting that a lot, actually, especially in my delts now. And I'm getting right. really vascular and veins are sticking up in my delts now and stuff, which is great. Although, one thing I do wanted to... Um, point out on was the pump that you get yeah have you found recently now that you've started to get this lean that you're maintaining your pump throughout your training session or do you tend to kind of have the pump fall off near the end maybe the last two sets or something it's a good question i'd say mine's been pretty consistent i think the reasoning for that is i do take on board intra-workout carbohydrates 
Yeah. So I take on board a small amount, but it's still 20 grams. So they're, they're coming in, uh, uh, obviously, throughout the session. Uh, also, the way that I situate food at the moment is that, you know, a lot... My one of my highest carbohydrate meals comes pre-workout. I've always been a pre-workout guy. Yeah, never yeah. really been a post-workout food like I've never really Rice, been like squares the, yeah, and no, cereal, really yeah. been a slog all your food post-workout. Uh, I've always been of the of the of of the benefit, or I feel like the most benefit comes from a large carbohydrate dense pre-workout meal. Really oh. close to training as well. Like I eat it, yeah, like half get hour in the car and go. Yeah, me so, too. I'm the most substrate fueled pre-session. Uh, so I think that that does make a difference in terms of my overall energy levels and yeah, the pump. But yeah, like in my longer sessions, it definitely does fade. Certainly not there for the entire session. Um, and it's definitely not as strong as you would say, like an off-season pump. But when, sure. you, take the, when you take the, the, the clobber off and you pose, you're like, oh, okay, like you still... Even though you don't feel like you've got a pump, you still look like you've got a pump, right? It's like, yeah. it's like a cool look. Um, so yeah, I, I I would say that. But yeah, I think that's um that's a that's a pretty cool update with yourself. I think the only thing that I was gonna say also is like, if there's anything um if there's anything that's happened this week with regards to like your has your sleep improved? How have you, how have your sort of your stress levels been this week? Have have you had sort of like any stressful events that you've had to work around? Um, ah, having the kids off on summer holiday, that's stressful as hell. Is it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Different routine. No. Yeah, it is a different routine. And we were just talking about this off camera as well, weren't we? Um, mm. Like, so I've just finished up a leg session and it's half 11 in the morning. And I normally train at one o'clock in the afternoon. But yeah. with the kids being off school, I've had to change my training time around because just splitting up the day between one and three where I'm training and then obviously coming back and then needing to eat as well. It's like three hours of the day gone where I could yeah. obviously spend in that with the kids. However, I have found that training in the morning just after my breakfast, um, which is oats and whey and bananas and things like that, nice. uh, I'm, I'm a lot stronger and a lot more focused in the gym, which, wow. is, which is weird. Mm. Um, and the pump comes up really quickly and stays with me throughout the session. But then I've always had this unfortunate thing that I get the pump and then I lose it within like 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Which is weird because the pump that I get is stupid because I get really vascular. I have this caterpillar effect where it starts in my wrist and yeah. just goes all the way up, which yeah. is wicked. Yeah. But then just dies within like 20 minutes, which is mm. really, really annoying. Um, and then the other stressful event I would say is is obviously this anxiety leading up leading up to this um, this meal planning type thing and having a meal off plan. And when I actually sat down and was eating it, I was fine. But the actual mental anxiety that creeps up on you and thinking, shit, I'm gonna fuck all this up if I should I, I have it? That. Should I not? Yeah. And it's, and it's like you know you've got to think. And, and this morning I woke up a pound and a half lighter. Wow. Okay. So you would Even actually with higher think, sodium and things like that. Exactly, right? So you would think that you'd even gain water weight with a meal off plan with that, and especially with all the additional fats, because I've obviously had like fried chips and things, which I don't do because I have the air fryer. Thank you, AJ Morris. Thank you, Lewis Smith. Life changer, especially when you do spicy sweet potato wedges. Oh, my God. So, um, so yeah, so it was, it was a very big eye opener, and you've just got to learn to relax. And five weeks, still a really long time oh, away. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. so, so yeah, that's a pro tip, really. You know, try and try and relax on the anxiety a little bit. And I should listen to that myself. Yeah, but, it's but hard. yeah, that's, it's really difficult, really difficult, especially because, um, like you said, this is a really important show for both of us, and oh, yeah. we are so hyper focused on it that yeah. it's you know it's important that we get it right. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Pers- personally, on that anxiety topic, like. I do find myself, and this is a really pro tip for competitors, this is why, like, I think having done three preps, my coping strategies are better, but I do find that because I care so much, I do tend to think too much about what's ahead as opposed to thinking about taking it day by day. I do sometimes drive home from the gym and think four more sessions, or is it five, or six, or... Uh, four more of these sessions or how many sessions of cardio have I got left oh it's still five weeks oh that's (laughs) so long and then and then I just start stressing about like and that too much and thinking too much into the into the future as opposed to just thinking okay this is a process this is prep I'm currently in it let's enjoy it whilst I'm in it because once I'm out and I'm eating more and my appetite is fine and I'm no, no, no longer hungry well bet you bottom dollar I want to be back in this position I want to be back to the suffering I want to be back to seeing new changes every single day and yeah so I think my main tip for competitors is is really try and just focus on enjoying the day-by-day prep process because that's going to see you through way better than thinking right five weeks and then we're done like no just just think like let's just enjoy every single day because if you think five weeks and then we're done, well, you're going to have a horrible end to it and you're just going to rebound, you're going to eat all the food and you're going to feel horrible. So, exactly. yeah, wicked. Well, I think that's a, that's a cool update on yourself. Is there anything else that you wanted to particularly add, Vicky, that you think has happened this week that's any any different? Are you going to keep food the same for next week as well? Is, is that yeah, so changes coming into next week. All macros are going to be the same. Okay, um, cool. I'm still not doing any cardio whatsoever. However, what I am doing is I'm increasing my NEAT levels. So I'm increasing my steps from 12,000 to 15,000 as an average oh, every day. Um, and, and that's about it, to be honest with you, because there's no point in dropping in cardio now when I'm still maintaining a hell of a lot of leanness. And I don't need any more conditioned. I can't get any more conditioned That's if it. I tried. So, yeah. so yeah. So again, just enjoying the process. Um, lifting heavier than I ever have done in this entire prep, actually, at the minute. And I'm the lightest that I have been, Unreal. apart from apart from my seated overhead dumbbell press, which I put on my Instagram stories a lot. Mm. I'm failing on 14s, which I'm really pissed off about. However. That is like my fourth exercise and using a three second negative or a four second negative with those, which is like minglingly horrible, but it's it's a good stimulus. So I like it. But yeah, I'm going to change up the um, the the reps and the tempos this week just to give my joints a little bit more of a rest. OK, um, because I'm going really heavy and a lot of time under tension. So I'm going to just kind of do the uh, the hypertrophy rep range this week. Um, just to give my my joints a little bit of a rest realistically but anyway that's all about me so let's move on to you yes um you've had an interesting week really haven't you with some realization about the scale and things so let's go about that first off so yes this week going into this week i did make some slight adjustments to macronutrients so i actually just dropped dietary fats down a little bit i also dropped protein 
So my protein came down from 175 to 165. My fats came down from 50 to 40. Uh, they ended up being about 38, but it's like a two gram difference. And if anything, I think they're about 40 because this is something that I don't do. I don't track my spray, my like fry light spray. I don't track that at all. And I know that that's 0 0.1 grams of fat per spray and I, pr I use the exact same amount of sprays every single day uh, so that's my variable consistent so I'm probably consuming like at least two grams of fat from that because I do use like a decent amount of sprays um, and I always like I said use the same amount so as long as you're keeping things like that consistent it's the same with like weighing out your glutamine or weighing out your BCAs like if you use the same amount of exact scoops like every single day you probably don't need to weigh that sh like shit every single day um you really don't you probably end up stressing about it more if you're like weighing out a spray of fucking fry light yeah. than just saying okay i use this amount every single day so yeah those those were the changes and, and why did you decide why did you decide to add in those changes and why did you take it from protein rather than carbohydrates yeah. instead of keeping protein consistent yeah yeah that's a good question so essentially i've I've obviously seen in the literature that that you, you that, that protein should be kept at, at around about that 1.25 per gram, uh, sorry, per pound of, of body weight. Yeah. Um, now, I, I've also seen anecdotally from looking around at other sort of like pros and the way that some other people do things. And I had a chat with a, with a, with a friend of mine that, probably won't end up listening to this but you'll know christine kerr oh yeah and, and christine kerr's actually got a lot of anecdotal experience with other coaches that have been in the sport for quite a long time um you know like uh the guy's name that i've forgotten now so it, he, he 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 does a lot of posing classes for the mpa um but he's he's a superb guy and he's got a lot of knowledge with regards to like a lot of a lot of things that are like kind of more old school, but they still provide benefit. Now, a lot of these guys, including some uh, top name DFAT pros, which I won't mention because I'm sure they don't probably want all their diet secrets. Yeah, names, yeah. But they've been taking protein down to literally about a, literally on the ball of a gram per pound. Like mm -hmm. literally, that's it. Um, and instead prioritizing carbohydrates now what i've seen as a result of this in terms of how i feel on a day-to-day -day basis i probably feel a because before this i probably had my protein about 20 grams higher all right so it's only a 20 gram real reduction from where it's been for the majority of prep majority it's prep it's been like 175 180 now it's like 160 right alongside body weight going down so i weigh about 150 pounds um it, it obviously I would normally keep it at about that 180 mark purely because of what the literature says so taking it down what I've experienced is that I I probably feel a little less satiated which makes sense because protein is the most satiating macro of but what I do feel is that I've got this fullness that's almost quite consistent on a daily basis that I've never had before in my entire life like okay. I you know Jack 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 like knows me down to the ground. He knows what I look like. He knows like when I'm on, when I'm off. And he looked at me yesterday and he was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> he said, he was like, what the fuck? Like you just look like 
totally different to what you did like last week and you're the same body weight and the obviously the only thing that's changed recently is that i've prioritized carbohydrates so carbohydrates high in my diet and fats are a little bit lower than they were um for the most part of my diet and i've yeah just just ended up prioritizing carbohydrates more at the moment over any other macro and Mm. yeah it's just created this like because i think a lot of my conditioning was actually held back by a lack of fullness. Yeah. And obviously we know that we know that fullness is highly dictated by glycogen levels. So by increasing glycogen, my body weight has pretty much stayed the same. So I've essentially probably lost a little bit of body fat and gained a bit of glycogen. And the look mm. is far better. And the pictures just, just confirm that. Like yeah, definitely. My my lower body conditioning has come in a little bit. Um, from the from the side, from the side glute, um, and the side down the side of the quad, and then from the front, my ductors and hip flexors are are much leaner. And definitely. That's just visual, mm. and alongside that, you know, I just feel like. I feel, to be honest, I feel worse during the day, so I feel hungrier, uh, due to the lack of satiety. But when I get to my session, even though I'm dragging a little bit more than I was before, when I get to my session, as soon as I'm warmed up, as soon as I'm getting going, my sessions have been really good this week. Awesome. Really good. The only thing that has taken a hit recently is my barbell back squat and my deadlift. And those two are primarily down to the fact that all the way leading up into the Midlands, so I started my Midlands peak week at 155 pounds and now i'm sitting in the low 150s to 151s on a daily basis so Mm. that's a four pound drop you know four four three pound drop and that's significant at this stage i remember one of my clients andrew who's very very strong throughout his entire prep there was one week where he just checked in and he was like okay everything's gone to shit like everything just like all lifts down and that's what I felt like's happened on my lower body is just leverages have gone to shit. So yeah. yeah, that's what's happened with me with regards to like where I'm at, like body composition wise, and also where I'm at from a training perspective. Training has been good, and body weight has been my average. I just looked at it before we hopped on the call. It's actually point three up on last week. Um, okay. So I am in terms of like. I know you'll probably ask this anyway, but in terms of like what I'm going to do now moving forward is that I do, we talked yesterday, I do feel like I do want to see some scale weight move. Mm-hmm. And so I am going to be a bit assertive with, with the change that I make. Um, so I think what I've done is I've dropped 100, about 150 calories out of the diet. Okay. Um, and they unfortunately have to come from carbohydrates. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, can't, I can't drop my dietary fat any lower because um, I just feel like garbage. I've been to like 30 grams of fat before in a pre-contest diet and it just felt really, really, really bad. Yeah, it's um, not fun. <clears throat> and protein can't come any lower, so I'm going to keep that there. And that's that's the plan for the, for the, for the next week. And what we want to see is leading up until midweek, ideally, I want to see a good one pound off, two pounds off from where I'm at right now. Because... Okay. 
that would be perfect because that will set me about a pound down from my lowest ever weigh and if I get another sort of one or two pounds off. So I dropped one and a half pounds overnight, very similar to you, um, with this just, just implementing the change yesterday. So wow. it was quite clear that obviously some of that will be glycogen and also, also the fact that I had a leg day and hit yesterday. Ah, um, okay, yeah. So, so, so yeah, expenditure was quite high. But normally I wake up heavier after legs because of the soreness. Yeah, um, and swelling, cell swelling. Yeah, I normally do the same, so, yeah. So that was interesting. So that's good. That's a good sign, if anything. And the pictures this morning I was really happy with. Um, despite, you know, obviously training legs, my, my, legs still, my legs still look good even after training them. They don't look like they lose any sort of separation or anything like that, which is great. Um, and then, yeah, for, like for the listeners... Um, because this will go out tomorrow and I'll probably release the, the, the idea that I'm doing it, is I am doing the UK DFBA. So I'm doing the UK DFBA Northern on uh, next Sunday. So I, I won't be running like a full week, peak week, but this is why I said up to Wednesday. It's basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and most likely all going to be slightly higher days. They're going to be not like high, high days and nowhere, nowhere near 750 grams or anything like that. They're just going to be slightly higher um okay. and how i how i do that is going to be auto regulated um and you know most likely it'll be like 50 grams of carbs more one day and also putting in a little bit more dietary fat um and basically going up to where i was in my diet break because yeah. they made me look really really good they filled me out a little bit they didn't spill uh where yeah. i was at and at, at that point i was still quite depleted so i think that will be a good recipe for for success leading into the UK DFBA, and that's that's pretty much me rambling. Awesome. Um, I am aware that I just want to keep an eye. I am on five percent battery, Vic. So, um, <laughs> any have you got any more questions that you wanted to ask me about where I'm at or what I'm doing? Not right, not right there. now. I don't think so. Um, I think it's just. Again, it's just keeping an eye on that on that physique rather than chasing the scale weight. And I know you're obviously a hell of a lot more clued up from there. You've got um, my eyes, you've got Jack's eyes as well. Yes. So we know that if you're going to start slashing your calories just to chase that, chase that scale weight, we're going to kick you striated ass. It's like, AJ, um, you're, you're flat. Please stop exactly. doing <laughs> Please stop being a weirdo and washing dishes to increase your neat until two in the morning and... <laughs> Just, you know, chill. But, yeah, no, that's cool. So are you going to change your training this week, obviously, to coincide with the additional carbohydrates, or are you just yeah, going to keep it that's a good question, actually, Vic. So I've, um, I'm going to train normally exactly the same. Uh, so retaining numbers, looking to, you know, make make some progress where we can, if, if, we, cool. if we can. But most, most, most of all, just looking to retain numbers throughout the entire week up till... Thursday will be my last normal session and cool. then Friday is usually a leg day for me so I will not be training legs on Friday my last leg day will be Tuesday uh, I'm not going to train legs on Friday because I've got a show on Sunday um, cool. so that would be silly not only is the uh, the stress on the body and the raising cortisol from training legs not a good thing when you're trying to assimilate carbohydrates um, but also that obviously the cell swelling is not good when you want to be posing your legs for for a long time on stage and I'm actually entering two classes so oh. I'll be I'll be up there for, for for quite a long time so I'm doing the if I can make it I, I'm doing the the juniors obviously and then I'm doing the lightweight so yeah. the reason why I say if I can make it is I'm I don't give a crap what I weigh on the day and I know that I'm on the cusp of the lightweight limit which is 70 kilos 
So I'm on the like that's one fifty four pounds. So I'll be weighing in at like eleven thirty. So I'll have I'll have some food and water in me. So I'll be close. I I reckon I'll be very close as to whether I get into that. But tell you what, I couldn't care less. Why? Because yeah. I'm there to be a junior. I'm not there to be a middleweight or a lightweight. If I weigh in as seventy point five and I have to be a middleweight, cool. I'll take it. I'll cool. just compete. I'll just I'll just do the middleweights. Um, yeah. because I'm like I said to you, I'm there to be a junior, and I think that's something really important. If you're if you're going to a show and you're like competing as like a teen or a junior or whatever, and you're and you're also entering a weight category, I know that it, you can only do this in UK DFBA in the UK. Uh, you can't do it in any other Fed in the UK. I don't think you can't enter two, um, but in the US you can. So any US listeners, like if you're going as a junior, focus on being a junior because that's that's probably your class. Um, you know the men's open. I'm going to be up against some some dense guys. And to be honest, even if I weigh in as a middleweight, sometimes that can be favourable. Because yeah. sometimes the lightweights are better than the middleweights. And sometimes the middleweights are better than the lightweights. So you can never control who turns up and I'm just going to have fun regardless in that category. And if, if, if I've got zero expectations, obviously, you know me, I want to win. Um, yeah, sure. So I I I want to I want to get two wins. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to I want to come home with two 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 golden trophies. Awesome. But I'm I have no expectations of going into a men's men's weight category. I'm just going to enjoy myself. Um, and that's a great mental attitude to have as well. You know, just yeah. go on enjoy it because you're enjoying the process of prep, which I think everybody should do. If you don't enjoy prep, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, if you enjoy prep, enjoy the process on the stage and then enjoy the, the win and enjoy the experience. Yeah. So, yeah, great one. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anything else to add then before we wrap it up? No, I think I think we've pretty much covered everything. I think we've given everyone an update on where our training and our diets are at and sort of how we're dealing with, with stress and sleep. Like from, from a stress and sleep standpoint with me, everything's A-OK. It's all perfecto. Uh, cool. like, I, like I discussed, a little bit of anxiety about the time that we've got left and uh but sleep wise i'm sleeping like an absolute baby like hitting the oats and got the glasses on and the netflix and and then i'm off you know i wake okay. up a couple of times in the night to go to the toilet but other than uh, that i'm i'm sleeping all the way through and i'm i'm good at the moment i can imagine that you know maybe coming up to this weekend like i might have you know saturday might be a bit rough friday might be a bit rough just with the pre-stage anxiety um but to be honest with uh, with the fact that i've got one in the bag um, in terms of getting a show out of the way, um, I'm I'm a little bit less less sort of stressed and anxious about it now, so I can just sort of Good. chill, um, which is cool. So yeah, guys, um, thank you very much for listening again to to the M M&M and M update. Hope you've enjoyed it, and of course, any questions that you do have for me and Vicky, please ask. Please follow us on all our socials. Keep following us throughout the week and our updates. And uh, yeah, thank you for your time again, Vicky, and uh, we'll look forward to checking in. Next week, we might have to do it pre-record a little bit earlier or something, because obviously I'll be travelling on the Saturday. We'll, we'll, I'm sure that we'll, sure. I'm sure that we'll, we'll sort something out for next week, and we'll give the yeah. guys the update they need. Um, cool. But yeah, have a good week, buddy, and uh, we will chat soon. All right, dude. See you later. Cool. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.